Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. My name is Francis West and I am the host of this podcast. We are in the middle of a series entitled The Marks of Christ in the Believer. In the previous episode, we talked about intercession. We learned how Aksa, Caleb's daughter, interceded on behalf of her future family and how her generous father blessed her. I believe with all my heart that just as natural parents love to see their children care for one another, God loves to see His children interceding for each other. The mark of Christ we will discuss today is most needed and sadly not easily found in the body of Christ. Today's episode is entitled Prudence, an Uncommon Mark of Christ. The Bible Dictionary defines prudence as careful and wise discernment, the avoidance of rash behavior or speech, the excellent management of talents and resources, and the showing of tact and wisdom in relationships with other people. In lame terms, if we are prudent, we know how to act in every situation we encounter. A prudent person does not react on impulse. It does not say or do something he later regrets. Jesus is the best example of prudence. When they brought him to a woman caught in adultery, instead of reacting in his flesh to defend or condemn the woman, he just told the people that the person without sin could throw the first stone and quietly started writing on the dirt. Instead of telling all the disciples that Judas was the one who would betray him, he told John that the betrayer will be the one who took from his hand the piece of bread that he dipped into the dish. I do not know if I would have been able to keep calm and just let Judas go to do what he did, but I thank God for Jesus' prudence. The Bible tells us that prudence is wisdom's companion. Proverbs 8.12 reads, I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. Since we have been using biblical women who are not so well known as examples of the marks of Christ in this series, the woman I have chosen as an example of prudence is found in 2 Samuel 20, verses 15 to 22. Go with me there. And it reads, all the troops with Joab came and besieged Shiva in Abel, Beth Maaka. They built a siege ramp unto the city and it stood against the other fortifications. While they were battering the wall to bring it down, a wise woman called from the city, Listen, listen, tell Joab to come here so I can speak to him. He went toward her and she asked, Are you Joab? I am, he answered. She said, Listen to what your servant has to say. I'm listening, he said. She continued, long ago they used to say, get your answers at Abel, and that settled it. We are the peaceful and faithful in Israel. You are trying to destroy a city that is a mother in Israel. Why do you want to swallow up the Lord's inheritance? Far be it from me, Joab replied, far be it from me to swallow up or destroy it. That is not the case. A man named Shiva, son of Berk, from the hill country of Ephraim, has lifted up his hand against king, against David. Hand over the one man, and I'll withdraw from the city. The woman said to Joab, His head will be thrown to you from the wall. Then the woman went to all the people with her wise advice, and they cut off the head of Sheba, son of Berk, and threw it to Joab. So he sounded the trumpet, and his men dispersed from the city, each returning to his home, and Joab went back to the king in Jerusalem. Oh, wow! 
this woman's prudence saved the whole city. And sadly, the Bible does not even give us her name. Let me explain to you what this woman did. The Bible tells us that a man named Sheba was trying to take the throne of Israel from David. He summoned a great army against David, but King David and the people of Judah rose against Sheba. Joab was the commander of the mighty men of David. The Bible tells us that Joab found Sheba hiding in a peaceful city named Abel. When Sheba took refuge in Abel, Joab set a siege against the city. Siege warfare was a terrible ordeal for the citizens of the besieged city. The entire city will become a prison. A siege will last weeks. During that time, everyone in the city was left without food or water. Most cities under siege will eventually surrender. Anything else would mean death by starvation for the city's population. In the story we read, Joab and his army had raised a massive mound of dirt equal to the height of the walls, from whence they might either throw darts or shoot at those that defended the city walls. This bank or mound was carried on so far that it stood in or near the wall so that the city was in great danger of being taken. This woman was smart or prudent enough to seek a speedy end to the struggle. She dared to speak before one of the mighty men of David on behalf of her city. She was not defiant or arrogant. She called herself a servant of Joab. She did not try to bargain with him, bribe him, or intimidate him. That would have been useless and foolish. She knew Joab was a practical man who had nothing against the city. She was prudent and just let Joab know that the people in her city were known as wise people. The city was a well-established city known as a mother in Israel in God's inheritance to the nation. Joab, recognizing that the woman had influence and a good head on her shoulders, told her that if the people of Abel helped him get Sheba, he and his army would leave them alone. Right then, she gave Joab the solution to his problem and obtained the salvation of her city. She promised him that they would throw Sheba's head from the other side of the wall. Here I want us to consider that the woman knew that if she opened the doors to her city to Joab's army, many would die in the battle. Instead, she found a solution with less risk for her people. She went to her people and asked them to consider her promise, and since it was evident that she had significant influence in the city, they listened to her. They cut off Sheba's head, threw it to Joab on the other side of the wall, and peacefully resolved an immense problem. Joab returned to Jerusalem to David. His men went home, and the city of Abel went on with their business as usual, thanks to the prudence of a wise woman. We do not know how big the city was or how old this woman was, but we know that her prudence avoided a great tragedy that day. My friends, prudence is a great companion. It saves us from chaos. It helps us avoid unnecessary conflicts. So we all need it. But how do we get the mark of Christ of prudence in our lives? We get it the same way we get any other mark of Christ. We allow the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts. Just as a branding in the natural is painful, sometimes to get the marks of Christ, we need to experience pain. We need to go through different trials. I wish I could tell you that someone can pray over you and bless you with prudence, but I will be lying to you. Prudence is developed in us through time. We grow in prudence every time we restrain our flesh and instead of saying something harsh to the person trying to offend us, we remain quiet. We grow in prudence when we decide to pray for our enemies. 
we also grow in prudence when we say no to what we want and yes to what God wants. When we walk in prudence, we gain wisdom, and wisdom has many rewards. Let me give you a testimony of those rewards. A few weeks ago, someone I know called me, accusing me of something I had not done. The person was agitated and tried to offend me in many ways. I knew she was trying to make me react ungodly, and even though I did my best to correct her misunderstanding, I could not convince her of the truth. By the grace of God, the Holy Spirit helped me keep my mouth in check, and I did not offend this person. By the time we hung up, she was calm, and I was glad I did not say something I would regret later. After a week or so from the call, this person found out the truth and felt terrible because I did not say anything offensive to her. She had taken the fact that I did not react in my flesh as a sign of my guilt and had justified her anger towards me, but conviction came to her heart when she learned the truth. My friends, in the past, I would have reacted in anger and probably would have said something clever but unwise and would have lost that relationship for something so small as a misunderstanding. Some of us are very quick to respond in our flesh to circumstances and later we pay the consequences of our lack of prudence. Let us learn from this woman from Abel. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts. My friends, the marks of Christ separates us from those who do not know Christ. The marks of Christ in us is what transforms us into the salt of this earth. We can spend years in the church. We can hear thousands of sermons and even preach the word, but unless we submit ourselves to the dealings of the Holy Spirit, we will keep acting, speaking, and reacting like the people who do not have a relationship with Christ. Let us ask God to help us obtain prudence. Thank you for the time you gave me today. Global Grace Ministries is a Christian nonprofit that prayfully and financially supports four ministries that work with children in need here in the United States and abroad. To partner with us, please go to globalgraceministries.com. Thank you so much for your support and prayers. God bless you.